you're listening to the Smash Bros. Cast, episode 42. I'm your host, N64 Josh. My co-host and sparring partner is Nightcrawler. What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? It is going well. It is going well. Well, before we jump into this thing, if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, you can go to audibletrial.com slash SBC. Pick up something awesome like, you know, Ready Player One or Console Wars. So many good books there to check out. I believe you get a total of three books, too. You get an Audible original as well or two of those. So check that out. Audibletrial.com slash SBC. The chair I'm sitting in and the, the desk that my computer is sitting on. It's all from OPC. If you go to n64josh.com slash OPC, you automatically save $10 at checkout. Lastly, if you want to get yourself an extra podcast for just a dollar a month, you can go to patreon.com slash n64josh. And uh, I do appreciate the support. Thank you guys, everybody that does that. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, with that, I think we can move right on into our announcements. All right, we do this show live on twitch.tv slash n64josh Friday afternoons, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern. Coming out, it's a good time. I want to say what's up to the Mrs. Sly Cooper, Super Nintendad, Pudding, Mr. Cool Red Luigi, Jay Harley, Addy, anybody else that's just lurking. Guys, thank you for being here. I do appreciate it. And we are going to be having a tournament. The best place to hang out is the discord, right? That's where you're going to stay up to date on this. But the second Saturday of every month, we are going to be doing a tournament and there's going to be prizes involved. First place will be a $20 eShop card, second prize, $10 eShop card, and third prize, a $5 eShop card. So this is completely free to enter. I will be providing the, uh, the prizes. And if everything works out properly, the top eight will be streamed on Saturday evening. That's that's what we're hoping. That's how we're hoping things will go down. So I will be getting the um, the tournament set up probably this weekend, and I will let everybody know in the discord that they are able to um, to sign up and get involved. And uh, yeah, we're just going to kind of test the waters with this stuff. We're going to see, you know, what we'll for sure we'll be doing best of three and then the finals will be best of five. And depending on the turnout, we might even do a, a loser's bracket and things like that. But I, I just I just got to kind of feel it out and see see how easy it is to do all that stuff, because I'm not always going to be right there to, you know, make sure every, I got to I'll, I'll kick it off and that kind of stuff. But I just want to make sure that this runs relatively smooth. So we're going to start off pretty, pretty simple and we will we will slowly but surely get, uh, you know, get a little more. Um, advance. So that's, that's that looking forward to that. Um, speaking of tournaments, we got a little bit of uh tournament news. You want to, you want to kick it off here? Yeah. So the, uh, the, the biggest tournament, I guess, to happen this last weekend, that was, what was that? The weekend of the 22nd and 23rd, uh, was super splat bros, which was held at the, uh, the esports arena in Oakland. And uh, that had some some big names there. Um, and we have a link to the full tournament results. They had, I think they had multiple games going on. I think they did have some Splatoon. Um, but then they also had doubles. And I think I saw uh, Squad Strike and then then uh, Ultimate Singles. I don't, know, I don't remember if there was Melee there or not. Um, but we have the top four here for uh, Ultimate Singles. And taking... 
taking the top spot was Void with his, uh, I think he played Pichu all the way through, I believe. <laughs> it was so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he, Larry Lur was able to reset the bracket uh, on him and uh, Larry ended up going down in that second, that reset. Uh, and then uh, Ally took third and Trevante took fourth. And I think there were two tied for fifth, uh, but those are our top four. Were you able to watch some of this? I know you messaged yeah. me right as it, the yeah, finals were happening. To, yeah, I was able to watch uh, a good portion. I, I think I watched all the way through the, the Void and Larry Lur reset and all that kind of stuff. It was it was crazy just what uh, Larry was. I, 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 did, I think I did see some of the, the Ally gameplay as well. Ally switched to Mario halfway through. I forget who he was playing before um but yeah it was it was great to see just kind of what they were coming up with and and void really knows how to play play pichu watching larry with falco i was just like what am i watching right now this is like this is a whole nother like dimension you know the the movement and recovery that he had you i think you tweeted it out i think you clipped something Uh, a couple Uh, clips yeah him and coming back i don't know how far close he was to the left side blast zone but he came back all the way to the right side of stage underneath it yes to to recover it was it was nuts (laughs) yeah absolutely unreal i could not believe what i was seeing he had a down tilt that was a was a kill that was just I, i was like this is this is unreal. It was absolutely unreal. It was so cool to see. And I did. I ended up clipping both of those. So um, really, really good stuff from from both those guys. I wasn't able to see all the way through the finals. We were we were wrapping up Christmas shopping. So I was trying to watch and shop at the same time. So but really, really fun to see. Like I'm this game is just more exciting to watch than Smash 4. Like there's there's no there's no doubt about it. Just the speed and 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 the movement and everything is just is is so much faster and that makes for a more entertaining game have you watched much doubles i haven't no i don't think i've seen any yet so i mean you and i practice playing doubles and that's one thing because you're kind of focusing on you and kind of keeping an eye on other stuff but trying to watch doubles i I think zero had made a comment about this before the game had even come out i think shortly after the the invitational but watching watching doubles in this game is is incredibly difficult just as a spectator because there's so much going on it's so fast people are flying everywhere smoke everywhere it's just it's it's a lot so it'll be interesting to see kind of how viewership and and just how they market the doubles kind of audience goes but it's it's definitely hard to track so you got to have really good commentators i think there to uh keep people on track with what they're looking at yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It sounds like it'll be a super fun job for those, for those people. Um, looks like the 29th, which is tomorrow. Let's yeah, make so moves. Is going Vicky, on, Vicky huh? Kitty posted this in her discord. That's where I got this information. I know she's uh, competing in singles, doubles, and I think she's also doing a commentating block at this tournament that you're going to talk about here. Okay. Yeah. So it, we got the link for uh for the twitch which is twitch.tv slash event event matchup gaming and it starts tomorrow i don't even what do you do we know the time for sure like uh i let me pull up i I can 
I can look at the Twitch link real quick and see if we got anything here. Hopefully it's not playing something that's loud. Okay, cool. It's offline at the moment. Um, uh, it just says, kind of, uh, this is from Vicky Kitty. First uh, Ultimate Major with 16 plus PGR Top 100 members in attendance. Uh, she'll be competing in singles, doubles, as well as commentating Top 16. Uh, two streams broadcasting. So uh, Nairo stream is going to be uh, broadcasting as well. Okay. Um, it doesn't have a time. That's so fine. I'm, fine. I'm assuming it's probably East Coast. If you guys want to make sure you don't miss any of the action, go and follow twitch.tv slash um, event gaming it's, or event it, matchup gaming. I don't even know if it's event. It looks like it's missing a T. So it's actually it's in it. The link works, but it's okay. it's <laughs> E-V-E-N with no T. So it should be event, but it's missing the T um, matchup gaming. And okay. so we have the link in the show notes here. I just went and followed it, turned notifications on. So I'll see exactly when they go live and uh, I'll try to throw out a retweet or throw it in discord. If you guys want to be able to catch some of it. So um, it sh- should be pretty exciting. I, I mean, I'm there's, you were going through like the smash boards, looking at tournament results, trying to find for uh super yeah, just going back to something from this last weekend. And yeah, it was on like the fourth page. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, a lot of people can post their results for their local tournaments on smash.gg. But uh, there, there, I mean, lots of people are doing tournaments. Yeah. So, and I'm really hoping to uh, finally, finally start hitting some locals. I need to do a little more research for for Washington State. If you're in Washington and you know about the locals, you know, hit me up on Twitter, shoot me a DM or something. I'd love to uh, get some info because I know uh, both myself and my son want to start start attending some. So, be it'd be cool. Um, let's see here. We do have a, a countdown to Genesis Six. Take it away, caller. Right. We are 35 days away, five weeks. It is coming up quick. So, I mean, we we are days away here from from January, and I know we're we're both flying out on the last day of January, so we're we're getting quickly approaching. Dude, it hit me today. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like we're we're it's like right around a month, <laughs> and we're gonna be we're gonna be doing this. If I could. If if I just don't want to look like a fool, that's that's the, that my biggest my biggest fear is just that I'm gonna look like a complete fool. But you know it doesn't matter. We're gonna have so much fun getting to meet people, getting to um, just experience that. Like it's it's gonna be unreal, and I cannot I cannot wait. So um, with that, we're gonna get into our smash news, which is gonna be some uh, we got some some world of light and spirit stuff to talk about. All right, so we have a new weekly event. If you guys have fired up the game in the last few days, you've seen this pop up. And uh, it says, oh yeah, Mario time. Mario spirits will be on the spirit board. Golden Dash Mushroom, River Survival, and Dice Block. You can only get them on the spirit board. Now, I don't even know what that is because I haven't even touched World of Light. So, uh, Well, the description of that kind of tells me that it's Mario Party themed, but... Um, well, Dash Mushroom is, and maybe they still use that in Mario Party, but it's also it Mario is. Kart. You know, right? It shows how much in Mario Party you playing. <laughs> you you got to bust that out this weekend. Oh, we will. We will. We will. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Dash Mushrooms, River Survival, and Dice. Yeah, that's all kind of Mario Party stuff. So Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But it seems like they're not available regularly through World of Light. So the only way to get it is right now, because I think the event is live right now from... 
So t- today, this morning, it went live at 1 Eastern, uh, 1228, and runs through uh, the 2nd at 1 a.m. Eastern. So not really the 2nd. You have all day on the 1st to get through that. And it sounds like these might be kind of the static ones that are kind of just there for you to challenge. I have not opened spirit boards to see it. I just was looking at the the information on it. So, but I think the last time that we had something like that, that wasn't the, the fire emblem one, they were kind of persistent. Those legend ones were persistent that you could go in and just keep trying. So we'll see. I'll have to take a look. Cool. Cool. There you go. I may, I might actually fire it up. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a busy weekend for me, so I kind of doubt it, but maybe. Uh, Nintendo support page outlines DLC for Smash, which included Mii Fighter costumes for 75 cents each. Are you surprised by this a little bit? Not surprised by it? Uh, I mean, they they made money on that in Smash 4, right-ish, I guess, kind of. I don't know how many people bought Mii costumes. Uh, I don't like using me fighters, but if there's unique enough stuff, I guess maybe I would buy it, but I don't know. I I'm anti me fighter. So <laughs> I, I like, I like, I haven't, I haven't purchased my, uh, my fighter pass yet to get the Rex costume. Uh, I just would rather have Rex, but I guess that's a way to get some characters that people want. Don't forget me. <laughs> By the power of friendship, please bring us Rex. We just want Rex. So, yeah, there you go. Like, I'm, again, I'm starting to see more me fighters in, uh, like, quick battle or whatever. And I'm just kind of like, oh, please, no. Like, and then even in my viewer battles, I'm seeing people bring out their their me fighters. And I'm like, I think I'm going to set up a rule that's like, do not bring your me fighters into the viewer <laughs> battles because I don't want to have to fight against them. I just don't want to have to learn all their pot potential movesets. <laughs> and you, you got surprised by a, a counter you were saying. Oh, earlier. yeah. Yeah. A me, a me brawler um, through a counter that should. I, I was like, oh, game over. Here's my spike. <laughs> this is the third stock. Like we're both at relatively high percents. And I, I oh, good. I got the win. Nope. Countered into a throw that threw me into oblivion. So I was like, hmm, that's cool. I don't like these guys. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. <laughs> I will say that 75 cents seems a lot more affordable than they, I, I never bought any of the, the me, me costumes or whatever in, in smash four, but I think a lot of smash four DLC was crazy overpriced. That seems kind of affordable. Yeah. I, I mean, the price seems fine with me again, not, I don't, I don't ever use them. Maybe down the road, they'll be fun to mess around with or something. But for right now, I have zero interest in them whatsoever. So, um, and to be perfectly honest, I kind of assumed we would see some, uh, some of these as free content, but you know, maybe, maybe this will offset some of the costs if they do want to throw out some, some free content down the road. Like, yeah, I'm you know, hoping we see free echoes or something. Uh, yeah. Same. That's, that's where I'm at. Or, you know, for all of those that are um, wanting Waluigi still, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> we, we, you're not forgotten. Okay. You're not forgotten. All right. Well, well hey. speaking, speaking of me fighters, I guess real quick, because yeah. uh, yesterday uh, Mel's in discord was asking if there was a way to get me, me fighters off of her roster. <laughs> and I know that there is, if you, so you haven't played world of light, so you don't have, any of them there right and you can add them 
really quick and easy, I guess, if you want to, you just go into the games and other where the the classic mode is, and you can create me fighters and and do whatever, and then they'll pop up on your roster, uh, in the regular online and all that kind of stuff. Except for classic, because they don't have a classic uh, challenge run through to go go through as the me fighters, but you can delete those and they'll go away. But if you unlock them through World of Light, they are stuck on your roster. So I guess play World of Light cautiously if you don't want me fighters on your on your roster. Mm. I don't care if they end up on mine. It's fine. But I just haven't done anything to to get them there. So um, either way, I'm cool. But hey, let's jump into our talking points. All right. Well, I'm going to let you start this off because you got to experience your first local and uh, yeah. Yeah. Break it yeah. down for us, man. How was it? So pretty much right after last week's show, I uh, had my wife and kids coming in the house. I said hello to them, made sure that they were set up okay for dinner. And then uh, I took off and headed up uh, just a little bit north of where I live to uh the game works in uh the denver metro area where they were hosting the the pretty much every friday they're hosting a local there at uh the game works here in denver and it was it was a positive experience i had fun um i did know a few people that i i work with that are involved with the smash community and i had some a few familiar faces so that was that was kind of reassuring to be there and it was easier to kind of have somebody there to latch onto a little bit and kind of go around and check in on their status and that kind of stuff. Um, I didn't end up taking my entire setup with me. I didn't have to bring a monitor. They had monitors there, um, but I got five bucks off my, I didn't have to pay the venue fee by having my switch. I did kind of keep a close eye on it just so that it was, cause it's, it's kind of easy to walk away with a switch. And I think people have been aware of that. And, uh, so that was good. Everyone was respectful of, of my, my stuff. And, um, it was good. And there were 86 people at this local, um, down, I think nine people from the the first week that they had done. Um, and it was, uh, it was pretty crazy just to see all the people that they were there. They were already doing, uh, I think they were wrapping up doubles by the time we got started on, on singles. Um, they did have a stream going and crazy enough as happenstance would have it. I ended up my first game, my first set on, on stream, uh, was able to let Josh Doe, he put that in the discord, uh, got properly beat down by snake. Um, but the best, the best thing that came out of that was, um, uh, a coworker that I work with was commentating. He was excited to see me on stream and was talking a little bit about me cause he knows kind of what I've been working on with smash and all that kind of stuff. And, and hearing commentary coming back when I got back home, I, I fired it up. I have a link to that, uh, set, um, that's queued up actually on the time of my, uh, match, uh, in the show notes. So if you guys want to take a look, it's me doing a lot of the same thing over and over and over again, getting the same result of me getting beat down. So it was, it was good to see what I was doing and seeing maybe, you and I kind of talked about this a little bit, bad habits that I think can develop from subpar play from other people on online, I think can, can come about if you... I'm right here. I'm right here. No, not, 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 <laughs> not you. 
the the GSP grind, man. The GSP. <laughs> you 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 actually helped me. Uh, we we were talking when we were we were playing a little bit this week, but uh, I had a my my third set. So I I lost my first in in regular play, won my next set in in losers, and advanced to a, a second stage in losers, and had a pretty good two one uh, battle with a Lucina, and uh, just. Marth and Lucina like to kind of do that fall off the edge, edge guard, try to down spike you a little bit. Excuse me. And uh, playing against your Mario, I, I told you that. I mean, just that going, having that preparation to to go down far enough to kind of avoid that spike or uh, kind of see it coming and go high. I was able to, I don't think I got spiked once by Lucina on that, on the, on those sets. So kind of just having that experience of, of, knowing what kind of edge guard can possibly come from all sorts of different characters is really good information to have. And I, I will say that um, I saw almost all the characters were being played. I mean, I'm trying to think I saw somebody playing Pac-Man. I saw uh, I played against a pit dark or dark pit. Um, Diddy K rule. I mean, just a, a lot, lots of characters. I did not, can't think of many that I didn't see, but I mean, like I said, there were 86 people there. There were lots of people. Um, It was a positive experience. I feel like um, I will say I have, there was a cool thing that they had. I have this. I can show it. I don't know if you guys on stream can see it, Um, but this was something that Colorado smash took from, I think it was a Southern California smash group. Uh, But it's, if, if you guys didn't see what it was, it's a, grayed out pretty much uh stage select screen with um there are one two three like nine stages or seven stages or so that are viable and they're listed as hazard on hazard off and what is starter and what is counter pick and so this makes it super easy to first off know where the stages are that are able to be played are located so you don't have to like search around for what you're looking for and then secondly, it makes it really easy to to know what you're allowed to strike and and pick and all that kind of stuff. And it also has kind of the the ground rules laid out for what it is with how you ban. So it was one, two, one ban. And then um, and then after the first match, the winner gets to ban two stages and the loser picks. Um, and then pretty much just how how the rules were set up three stocks seven minutes make one for and with having a setup i went in and made you make two different rule sets so you had one with hazards on one with hazards off and uh i know a lot of people are just playing around with general rule sets right now and lots of different smash communities are playing around with do we have hazards on for the whole thing and just have certain stages off or hazards off for everything and just deal with what that brings but it's it was very welcoming and i didn't feel like I didn't know what was going on. So that was, that was kind of a positive experience. And I didn't see really anyone like having, I mean, putting anybody down or making anybody feel unwelcome. It was, it was a good, it was a good time. What was it like? Did you talk to the person you played against first much after, after the match or beforehand or anything? Uh, not too much, but I did talk to, um, uh, one of one of the guys that I knew he's, he's one of the, one of the top four or five players in the state. Um, 
and he he kind of reassured me a little bit that the that the guy I was playing against I forget his name his his gamer tag but uh that he had had some he was a pretty experienced Smash Four player as well so how I was playing against it, it was it was okay I mean the guy I played against he was he was friendly um we it was good I mean it was it was definitely a the biggest learning experience I had was coming back and watching what I did and the fact that I did it over and over again. And also the commentators that were, were commentating the match, they, they talk about the fact that snake, like I didn't play a ton of brawl, so I don't know a lot about snake and what his moveset kind of entailed. And I've since seen a few more snakes when I've been playing, uh, quick plays online. And, uh, it's, it's good to, to kind of know what to avoid and how to, how to play against him a little bit, but he's a tough character to play against. And I mean, we talked about it last week. He's won the most tournaments. I think uh, of that compilation list of, of characters that have won tournaments. He's, he's definitely a challenge to play against. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was cool getting to sit like, I think Wednesday, I can't remember what day anymore. Like the, this whole week with Christmas and everything, like everything's just kind of a mess, but like we just jumped into the arena, just the both of us jumped into a discord call and like, like we kind of like, like hashed some things out with our characters and like, you know, and, and even had to like hear some of the stuff that like, you don't like to hear all the time or, you know, things like that. Like, and, um, but I think that's the kind of stuff that's going to help both of us improve, you know, like you heard consistently from those commentators, like if he just threw the nair more often, Right. Like if he used that as more of a tool and then we talked about like your, your, your down air and how like, mm -hmm. uh, I overthrew that all the time. I just same, same get up all the time. They talked about, they talked about that in the commentary, how, Oh yeah. Uh, give a, that, a good, give that tip. Yeah. yeah. A, a good practice technique is to just make sure that you're not doing the same get up more than three times, like any more than three times in a row. And if, even if, even if doing the same get up that you had been doing three times in a row, is the correct get up quote unquote still forcing yourself not to do it just so you don't fall into a I, i'm i'm in a horrible habit of of jump get up and that puts me at a disadvantage if they're shielding or waiting for me there with like a, i i got up smashed repeatedly by by snake with that mortar shot that goes up um every time because i put myself in a situation that i i either had to air dodge or jump again or try to down air shield and so just making sure that you do you have four different options when you're getting up so making sure that you bury it and keep them guessing and even near the end i did even i did a jump get up but i i kind of fainted going over the stage and kind of just re-grabbed ledge a little bit so i i started varying it a little bit there at the end but it was all just kind of unconscious thought i wasn't i wasn't doing enough active uh reading of the situation and kind of reacting i was just kind of muscle memory bad habit just getting by with what i'm trying to do on um, it's totally different than online fights and it, you gotta adapt very quickly and from what i heard that the the guy i was playing against in that first round he was that's one of his special specialties is kind of seeing patterns and kind of systematically breaking them down gotcha yeah that he did he did but you did go on to win your first match in losers correct yeah. So that's, um, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I, it was hard to kind of tell a lot of the experience level of, of some people 
that were there. I mean, it, it, the good thing about Ultimate is bringing lots of new people into the scene. I had never, even even though we'd been doing this, I had never been to a to a local before, so that was my first experience. But I think a lot of other people are experiencing it as well. Um, I saw my fair share of people walking around with with Joy Cons and grips or uh, Pro controllers as well. So I mean, everything's kind of on the table for what people are playing with, and uh, yeah, it's yeah, I mean, it'll it'll be interesting to see maybe how many Joy Cons and Pro controllers we see at Genesis. But I think. For the most part, we might see, um, still see GameCube controller went out. But you you talked a little bit about liking playing with Pro Controller this week a little bit, right? Yeah, it's one of the one of the points here. Like, so you know, having family over Christmas, that kind of stuff. Like, um, playing Smashdown on the on the big TV, basically, right? Versus playing in my office here, and I'm not going to stretch cables. Right. And I don't have, I don't have the little wireless adapter. I do have, uh, I have one wave bird, but I was like, you know, I've got pro controllers. I'll, we'll just, I almost immediately fell in love with it. Like, I don't think I'm going to make the switch, but as far as like, just when I'm playing at home, like d- downstairs, the living room, that kind of stuff, I, I, I really like the feel of it. Like I was surprised. I kept saying like, I can't believe how much I like this. Like I didn't care for it when we tried it at those events, but now that I have my can, can set the buttons the way I want them. And also I've been forcing myself to play a lot handheld just because like, if you know, the, the wife's maybe watching something that I'm not that interested in or whatever, but I don't want to, I, I still want to be able to hang out. I'll pull out the switch and, and play smash. Or if we're, if we're traveling and she ends up driving that kind of stuff, then I'll play, um, I'll play in the car or, or whatever the case may be. I ended up buying a grip, you know, just the little, just the insignia one or whatever from Best Buy. It does the trick. I, my hands were cramping really bad. Just spending time in the lab, uh, handheld. And that kind of took out the, uh, the hand cramps. And I even, I took my GSP to as high as it's been uh, up until the last time I played, handheld like <laughs> literally took it up to like 1.6 right and so and then dropped then tried again then dropped down to to six you know to six hundred thousand. Yep. so i mean it you know it's it's hit or miss but like it it's a pretty smooth transition you do the button layout's different of course but like but yeah man yeah i, I flip x and y for what i normally use them on gamecube controller just because of how they're positioned on a GameCube controller compared to how they are on a pro controller. But that's one of the just biggest things that I, I switch up. So speaking of switching it up, I made a big switch this weekend a or this week, a huge switch. I saw smash, which I have the link guys in our smash tip section of our notes here. Okay. He has begun the art of smash ultimate series. I have a link to the playlist if you're just getting started with smash or you're an advanced player, please go watch these videos. They are extremely helpful. Go yeah, make sure to subscribe. Like it's a, it, they're good, helpful videos. It's good stuff. So, so don't miss those. Um, but in his video, he recommended using, uh, using the right, he, he, his setup is right. Trigger is jump. Okay. And so, and then turning off the smash stick and making it the, the, the tilt. And I did it. I made, I made the change. I put grab back on Z and I made my jump the trigger and I'm using the tilt. Now what has done, it has forced me. I found, I found that in smash that there is a, 
you don't want to use the the up smash the the you know you don't want to use your smash attacks too frequently. There are times to use them that that can reset neutral that can um, you know even get a combo started that kind of thing. But what I was finding is too more often than not I was I was relying on them and I was getting punished for using them. And so now I'm I'm throwing them um, far less than I than I typically did. And I think this is helpful for me. I've spent a ton of time in the lab with this game this last week. More time I've I've lost more in my viewer battles than I than I have uh uh since the game came out, since making this transition. And I'm I am completely okay with that. There are a few things that happen. When you stream this game, the people that are viewing your stream, they get to watch you. They get to see your tendencies. They get to see far more than you get to see theirs. And I I think this is a very good thing for me because it's going to force me to mix it up. Right? It's going to force me to mix it up. And if I don't, I'm going to I'm going to get punished for it. So where last week, I, I think I was coming across as frustrated that this game wasn't more like Smash 4. This week, I'm coming at this game from the perspective of this game isn't Smash 4. So I need to adapt fully to the way this game plays. Things could change with updates. But as it is right now, in order for me to get good, I need to adapt, not complain, and, and figure this out. And so I went into the lab, right? Training mode, a lot of training mode, working on my back airs, right? Because using the C stick more to, to throw a lot of my aerials, I'm still not throwing accurate back airs. And I was having a pretty, uh, let me take that back from the ground, short hopping and immediately throwing the back air that can connect with even the shorter characters with the smaller hitbox like Squirtle. That is where I was struggling. And I spent a lot of time, a lot of time just figuring out what is the best, but like, what is the best way? Uh, what is the best way to throw these back airs? right? Consistently. And what I have found for me is that I can run one direction, quickly turn, and then hit the trigger and the A button. And then back in the direction that I'm going to attack. And that's how my backer will come out and it will come out accurately. Right? So I was trying and trying and trying to use the stick to throw those back airs. And what would happen is I would consistently throw the back air the wrong direction. And there were times that I could, I could do it, not changing direction with my left stick, hit this, hit the C stick and throw the back air. And I'm like, I'm kind of losing my mind a little bit because I, I'm like, why is this working? Sometimes, sometimes it's not, I know it's me and it's the inputs, but the inputs were so similar and I was getting different results each time that I was like, okay, I need, I want to find what is going to be the most consistent. I have upped my sensitivity on the sticks to high. I'm back on high again. And that's, and that's, that's where I'm staying right now too. That's where I've moved it after we talked about it. And I, I haven't changed it since. So, so the best thing for me has been to go into the lab and just play that. I did some GSP grind went up. I'm almost at 1.7. That's the highest I've been with Mario. 
but I'm like, you know what? Like this is the problem with doing that GSP grind is what you talked about a little bit ago, where it's like, I can go in here and I can do my bad habits against these people that they don't know them mm-hmm. and they will still work. Right. But I can't do my same routine against my viewers because they can read them and then punish them. And yeah. so I don't well, s- go ahead. Sorry. So speaking of, of GSP grind and how, uh, it can be bad for just kind of understanding how you're playing the game. Somebody posted in the discord this afternoon. I'm trying to find it here. Um, but it was a video, um, that's up on YouTube. We'll, we'll find it and maybe get it here in the show notes, but it was kind of talking about just not letting that your GSP number matter to you. And the fact that you are, he pretty much compared it to thinking that if we, we take like he used zeros tier list as an example, but it's like if we take the tier list as gospel, that Inkling is the best character in the game as it stands right now, and Kirby and uh, Mac are like the worst, then if you are beating an Inkling all the time, you're facing people that are not as great at the game uh, than you with a better character. You, so you're beating a better character, but the person behind that character is not as good at the, is not as good at the game as you are. I see. But if you're beating a, if you're losing to a Mac, then you are that person behind that Mac is better at the game than you are because they're using a character that by numbers standpoint is worse than what you're playing as. And that's that. And that's an example is if you're playing somebody that's in like the middle tier list as well. So, and that was a really kind of interesting way to think about it. And I hadn't thought about it that way. Cause we, we talked about this last week with GSP and how it's addictive to not like want that number to go down. And, um, and this video also talks about like staying in there. And if you face somebody that is, is beating you, then you can, you can learn from that. If you continue to, to stay in there and try to, it's obviously, especially if somebody is using a a character on the tier list, it's maybe worse than what your character is. You can learn some of the, the better ways to approach that. And it also, uh, so he talked about, he's a Kirby main and that he struggles against Sonic. And if he sees that matchup with current, and it's something I I think I talked about on my first kind of rant, rant week that we had where if he, and he, he referenced it specifically, like if in smash four, he was excited to see that matchup because it was a way that he could work on that matchup without punishment, I guess, with GSP, but also he could work on addressing counter picks as well, because as long as those two people stayed in the lobby, you were able to to change your character and do different things. So, but this also just forces you to, if you, if you stop caring about your GSP number, which is hard to do because it's staring you in the face. But I guess if you, if you really want to truly embrace uh, adaptation and, and, evolve how you play this game then kind of trying to ignore that number is maybe a good way to approach it yeah that's a good i mean the other thing if you focus too much on that number it's easy to get like 
tilted <laughs> and then oh, you're, yeah. then you're playing angry. You're not playing your best. You're not looking, you know, it, it, it's honestly best just to focus on the match at hand and your opponent and focus on what they're doing. Get that number out of your head. You know, get that because yes, we've both said our preference would be that there was a, a non-ranked and a ranked playlist, but guess what? There isn't. So play the game as if it's a non-ranked game and just try to, to improve and don't focus so much on that number because it will, it will actually hinder your progress. If you start to get angry and trying to play in that state, you'll make more mistakes. You'll get more angry and it's just, it's a vicious cycle. So it's, it's best just to kind of forget about that number. Even if you fall out of elite smash, you know, if you're there and then you fall out, like it's the goal is improvement, right? That's, that's always the goal. It's the, the number will increase as you get better. That's, I mean, so you may not be where you want to be now, you know, but just keep, keep at it. And, and I think you'll have a more enjoyable time that way too, versus like, oh, I just lost, I just lost a million, uh, GSP, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've, I've found that regardless we we might not understand the convoluted math that nintendo's doing on calculating this number but i from what i have found it the number has been going up this week i don't know if a lot of you have noticed but if you have been away from your game since monday evening you're probably up about two or three hundred thousand gsp if you have not played just by the sheer number of new people that have logged into the game um but as that number evolves and gets up to kind of uh, a standard point, even if you drop down a little bit, I've found that I can almost finish the day. If I'm having an off time and it puts me back down a little bit lower, I still end up almost exactly where I was when I started. My goal is usually to be at or around or always above kind of where I started. That's usually my goal. And I don't like to walk away like a really low number. Um, But for the most part, the game has a way of kind of equalizing itself out and you will find your way, even if you drop down way, way, way down below what you what you think you should be at, you'll find your way back up to kind of where you were. Yeah, don't worry about it too much. Just just play. Just play. Focus on getting better. Unknown Killer is asking, what is tilted? I hear it a lot with uh, with this game. It's just playing angry, right? It's like losing a match that you know you should have won and you get angry and you go into the next match or you you hit rematch, even though it wasn't a good matchup, you know, because your ego is now impl- is has now kicked in and you're like, no, I know I can beat this person. Then you lose again and then you get more angry and you just keep trying, you know, that kind of thing. That's that's tilted. <laughs> That's just, it's putting you in a state that is not, uh, it's an emotional reaction. I, I know tilted originally from, from playing poker. Uh, that's a, it's a poker term as well. I think it's been evolved to, to kind of facilitate a lot of different games. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's making irrational decisions based on um, emotion or ego and it affects, it, it puts you in a mental state that's not fit for, strong competition it puts you uh, it puts you behind the eight ball kind of yeah you don't want to be there you don't want to be there so let me talk a little bit more about lab and then we'll wrap this thing up so here's what i've been doing in the lab i already told you guys i've been working on my back air finding the uh 
finding the best way for me to throw my back air quickly and efficiently and able to throw two of them at once, which is something that I was, I really struggled with in smash four. I'm now able to do that in ultimate, right? And, and this is all about getting the muscle memory for those things. So throwing your back airs, throwing your down airs from, from, and because we have that, that system in place where you can hit your jump and your attack at the same time, it makes short hopping way easier because this game for me is uh, it's tougher to short hop than in the pre than the previous game. It, it just seems like it's like it's tougher to do. So uh, that is one of the things I'm doing for my practice regiment. I am running back and forth across the stage, just throwing back airs into the air, not even at the computer opponent. A lot of times they're just staying up at the top plaque because I'm doing it on a battlefield. Okay. The next thing I start working on after I feel like I've done enough of those just to kind of, you know, again, work the muscle memory is I started working on my combo game. Right. And so I've been trying to start the opponent at the bottom of the stage. Now, remember, these are bots that aren't moving. This is for this is, again, for muscle memory. This is to get these these combo these combos down to look at what each care, like how each character reacts to certain moves. Right. Because I want to see what I can do with Mario from a zero, uh, a zero to kill thing right? A zero to kill combo. And so what I have found, if I do a down throw to a down tilt to an up throw to two up airs, hit the stage, re hit the top platform up throw to two more, uh, up airs and the up B it's game over, right? It's game over. Now, that's not something that's going to happen all the time, but it's something that I want to be able to pull off if the situation presents itself, right? I'm finding that as a Mario main, I'm not using his verticality nearly enough and I'm not using the grab, the grab to, uh, to initiate combos nearly enough. I'm just running around the stage and just chipping away at percentage, and and that's fine, especially come end game where you could land a back air for a kill, right? But early on, I want to be able to get that opponent up to 70% as quickly as possible. And that's going to come through some of these combos, right? Now and all and all well, and also spending time in the lab, you've you've gotten to that point where you want somebody on the top platform. You also know where that kill percentage starts from different aspects of that of that progress. So you, you have a goal probably to get them to like 50% and then get them somewhere else. And then you're going to tack on that extra damage to get them like 70 or 80 and then finish off that killing blow at the top end of that ladder. So for instance, if I immediately a 0% opponent, if the first thing I get is a grab to an up throw, you can hit the, you can hit the up air right as a it, to 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 combo but there it's you've got to be extremely fast there's a chance that they will they will just not be high enough and and you'll miss so getting the down throw to the down tilt then regrabbing puts them at a percentage that you throw them high enough that when you jump and hit the up air you're you're hitting that combo and then you can immediately throw another one the other thing i'm doing is I'm throwing that second up air, following it with a fair, and I've been able to spike off the edge 
after landing. So we're talking about very low percentage kills right away through combos. If you can get everything to land. Now, my next plan after I feel like I've gotten the muscle memory down for these, these moves is to then go in and this is extremely helpful. I didn't even realize this was in the game until doing a little more research. You can set the bot to shuffle when you are, when you're, so it doesn't attack you, but it might DI in a certain direction or possibly air dodge. I don't know exactly what, what the shuffle means, but it, it gives a little explanation of like, like bot will be moving, you know, so that you're not just easily landing these things. You want it easy at first. So you get the muscle memory down, but then you can play against a bot that's moving a little bit. So you can adjust like, can I hit this? Is this, if I'm playing Find against an opponent, yeah, if it's true or, you know, what is the likelihood if they go from this, if they, if they do DI to the left or DI to the right, can I, um, can I compensate to where it will still work or will I miss it completely? And, and where do I go from there? How do I reset? Right? So what I'm, what I'm recommending for people to do with your main, after you've done some of these, these back air exercises, the nair exercises, things like that, things that are, that are, you're, you're getting to muscle memory, then go in and start looking at combos, right? Like you can, you can, you can see what, what a combo is and what, you know, what combos out of what, like, do you have a character that can throw to a combo? Right. Maybe it's only a second hit, but it'll reset neutral and then allow you to to figure out where you want to be to to start that over again. Right. For me, I just had to start testing things. The down throw doesn't land with the up tilt any longer. Right. That's what was that's what was the 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 like that was the combo for Smash four. It's not an ultimate. So I started messing around like, okay, down throw to down tilt hits. But if the percentage is too high, it does not hit. It only hits at low percents. And so, again, a lot of this stuff is going to be, it's time consuming. But for me, I feel like it has given me a, a practice regimen, something that I can continue to work on. And that eventually, you know, and I know this is going to take me, this is going to take time. But I know when I go to the lab now exactly what I'm working on and how I can be improving my game. And 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 the results are going to they're going to show true. Like I haven't even I haven't jumped back into GSP since I've been labbing some of this stuff out. And I can't wait to see, like, you know, because I'm a creature of habit. I jump into the game and then my Mario immediately starts. I try to short hop that turns into more of a full hop. I do this all the time. I, I, I've, I'm working so hard on breaking this habit, but I, I jump with my back to my opponent and then I fall back and I, I do it kind of like a, almost like a, um, like a quarter circle away, the way I'm jumping away. And then I fall right back in that same position and I'll throw it back air. Right. And then what I notice a lot of people will do is they will, they will roll against that. They end up behind me but I already think I'm going to be into my, my jab combo. Now I'm throwing it into the air and leaving my back to my opponent. This happens to me so often, right? So that's a habit that I'm like, okay, but that's, that's like my default. That's where I default. When I go into GSP, I'm like, oh, this works. They're not expecting this, but I go into my viewer battles and they're like, you're getting punished, you know? 
you're getting punished. And so it's, it's constantly forcing me to look at what I'm doing. And, and then the other thing too, like we've said over and over again, watch your opponent. What is your opponent doing? How can you, you know, and one of the things I started doing, because I will often throw that fair, I will always expect somebody to go high. I'll throw the fair. And what I've noticed now is that people will air dodge. I don't even throw the fair. I jump as if I'm going to, they throw their air dodge. I now land right next to them and the options are endless. Do I, do I smash? Do I grab and throw them off stage again? And we can just rinse and repeat. I've, I've rinsed and repeated that with people numerous times where they think I'm going for the spike because they keep recovering high. They air dodge. They land right where I want them. And then I can throw them off the stage again. Right. Well, if they're high enough percentage with the back throw, that's a kill for me. Yep. And so it's. Well, now, now the next thing you need to work on as well is not throwing that double cape. Yeah, that that's that buffering. That's, a, too. that's a buffer thing, too, though. Yep. And, and I, I actually, the other thing I did in the lab yesterday is I just spent time jumping off stage, throwing my fare as I'm falling, like right as I'm falling and seeing how far I can go before I can't recover. Right. And getting that down because there were some matches with you where I went really deep with that Cape Mm -hmm. and then, and then was able to get back. But there were a few times I wasn't able to get back, you know, like I was just short of being able to grab that edge. And so you know, just, just working on the, 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 there's so much to work on in this game. There's, there's so much to work on. So, and, and I, I think, you know, cause a lot of times it's like, man, it'd be easy if I could find a video for my main, there's just not, they're not going to be out there yet. So it's going to be kind of on you to like, what, what kind of combos does my character have? Go and, back uh, and watch some of the old videos from four. Yeah. Some of the combos will be the same, but some will change. Mario's changed, right? But some of them will still be consistent. You can then test and see what works and what doesn't. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. There's, I mean, there's enough that is similar in this game that you can, that you can look at some, some of the videos that, that have come out. Izos smash. We were talking about earlier. He has plenty of videos out there for for all all the smash 4 characters so if you're meeting somebody from from melee ice climbers or or somebody from brawl like snake or something like that then you might you might not have a video out there to go look at um but for for a lot of those characters you can take some of the stuff that's there in smash 4 test it out see if it works if it doesn't there might be a small change that you can make like like Josh was saying the the down throw instead of the up throw and can and then isn't it something like 8% heavy heavies fall back into that up tilt combo a little bit. I have some of them do. Yeah. Some of them from what so I've, it might be, it tested, might be fast fallers. It might be, it might be heavies. It just might depend on, on weight and size of characters, but um, there, there might be those options so that if, if you don't know where to start smash four combo videos might be the best place to go and then spend your time in the lab working on it, seeing if it works and then iterate on top of that. I like it. I like it. Hey, we're going to wrap this thing up here. All right. Well, Crawler, where can people find you? Uh, You guys can find me hanging out in Josh's discord. So n64josh.com slash discord gets to the invite. Um, don't tell hate zero that you came from this podcast. He's, he's, uh, 
he got excited when a and uh nintendo power powercast the listener came in earlier this week but uh <laughs> um all, all are welcome in the discord um there's plenty of matches going on any plenty of arenas getting set up people are asking for other people to play so if you don't want to do that gsp grind and you want to work on something with a living breathing person uh, you can hop in the discord we got voice channels as well so you can hop in and talk about it as well um but also you guys can find me uh on twitter at uh, nightcrawler724 nightcrawlers without the e also on twitch i have not booted up my stream yet since getting my stream deck for christmas but i'm excited i got buttons set up to make viewer battles a little bit easier and faster so we can do that and uh so yeah look for me on twitch.tv slash nightcrawler724 and uh, i'll see you there right on guys you can follow me on twitter instagram twitch youtube facebook snapchat all the places it's n64 josh we got the daily spike going on instagram so uh you know jump into a viewer battle you never know you might end up in the daily spike you might end up so the music you're hearing right now is from the met- is the metal melee theme you can check that out at n64josh.com slash metal melee that's a direct link to the youtube video this video is rocking so go check it out if you'd like to get yourself a free book from audible go to audibletrial.com slash sbc the chair i'm sitting in from opc n64josh.com slash opc automatically saves you ten dollars at checkout guys we have a ton of info on the show notes n64josh.com slash sbc 42 Thank you so much for listening, guys, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye now.